Welcome everyone to a Mexican or Redneck Follow the World. We are your hosts and surrogate fathers, Juan and Ben. Today we'll be discussing, well, first we'll be discussing our YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Yes. We got our YouTube channel guys up. So as far as like, hey, we just want to remind you that it's out there. A Mexican or Redneck Follow the World. Uh, and then we have all our videos up there from our previous uh, podcast. So the, the goal with that is that we're going to have a kind of like a joint venture with our podcast and our video format. That way people can have access to a way to be able to leave comments and reviews. So please, if you haven't done so yet, please go comment and, and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We would greatly appreciate that. You know what the but, sound of that is? Success? That's the sound of Mr. YouTube letting us in the club. Oh, yeah. Mr. YouTube. Hey, Mr. YouTube. Mr. YouTube's club is very, very uh, exclusive. We better be careful what we say. He can easily kick us out. <coughs> Anyways, with that being said, today we'll be discussing over-mitigation disputes between your children. Over-mitigating disputes between your children. That's what we're discussing. Sorry, guys. English is not my first language. That's ben? okay. Spanish isn't mine. <laughs> so it works out. <laughs> ben, do you want to lead this topic? I do want to lead this topic. I have been guilty of wanting immediate peace when my kids start fighting. Instead of giving my children the opportunity to learn to resolve disputes on their own. And I've been learning, and it wasn't out of, out of a, a place of selfishness where it's like, I don't want to hear y'all fight. Just be quiet. You know, it was, all right, kids, let's solve this, blah, 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 blah. But I've been learning, you know, and this is a, a vulnerable admittance of fault. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not perfect. I don't have it figured out just I like everybody else. you're pretty else. perfect, man. Well, thank you, Juan. <laughs> Blonde, wavy hair. And it's there. I knew. I beautiful knew it was blue there. eyes. Oh, just, oh, wait. Let me stop. Stop. Family friendly show. Family friendly show. This one will be 18 plus. No. <laughs> if you're over 18, you can listen to this episode. Otherwise. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, um, you know, I've been guilty of wanting that peace. And it's not because they were bothering me type thing like you'd expect. It was because. There's this level of, well, I just want my kids to get along. Mm -hmm. I just want my kids to like each other. I don't want them fighting. Like, who wants their kids fighting? You know, it's terrible. It, but I had to realize, but wait a second. I'm robbing them of their ability to stand their ground and resolve conflict on their own. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to find this balance between, okay, I'm going to let you guys fight now. I'm going to let you, you know, talk and discuss, holler, whatever you need to do. And when it reaches that breaking point where somebody's got a toy and they're about to smash someone else in the head or whatever. You let it happen. If I catch them, I might stop them. But sometimes it happens. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is when so it you're gets. not supposed to let it happen? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Theoretically, you hope it doesn't, but you do what you can. But I'm trying to find the balance of letting them hash it out, but also starting to intervene when it gets to be too much and say, okay, now what's going on here? You know, letting the scenario play out, but helping them understand you need to be able to come back together and giving them those tools to resolve conflict on their own. Cause it's a very needed tool. Not that my kids don't know how to handle conflict and not that I don't let them handle it. I just noticed this is kind of an area where, I got to kind of let the baby bird fly on its own a little more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man, dude, conflict resolution is such a, such an important thing to have such an important skill set. 
And what better way to be able to learn it than in the safety of your own home with your brothers and sisters? You know, they might hurt you, but more than likely, they're not going to kill you. More than likely. There is that one-off event. Sometimes more than one. But anyways. But, <laughs> but mostly, it's mostly, just going to be yeah. arguing or breaking stuff yeah. at the worst. Yeah, yeah. I've just I've just learned don't ever name your kids Cain or Abel. And mm. you'll, you'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you have two boys, don't name them Cain and Abel. Yeah. yeah. And you'll be fine. But if they grow up to be a farmer and a cattle rancher, you might want to pay close attention. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't work <laughs> out in that one book. <laughs> uh, but but that that's kind of been what I'm observing, and, it, and it's it's I don't think I'm I'm like a helicopter parent or anything because I like to let my kids experience life, mm. take chances, but I. As a parent, I want them to get along. I want them to love each other. Yeah. But part of loving people is conflict. You have to kind of butt heads to understand each other. But after you butt heads and make up, you know, and that's where I think the parent comes in is, okay, let's calm you down. Let's help you rationally think. Because my kids are eight, five, and three. So you kind of have to help them rationally think. And I talk to each one of them differently in the moment because I need to come down to their level of maturity because the eight-year-old, I can talk to her a lot more adult because she's she understands a lot more. Whereas the three-year-old, you know, I have to come down to her level and just say, you just need to breathe first. You need to breathe and calm down, and then we'll work on the situation. So it's, it's just helping them control their emotions in the moment is as much input as I'll give at this point. I think that's good. I think that's good because as far as like a – you know, I remember growing up as a kid, I grew up out in California and then I felt like we had more freedom as far as being able to be out and about with kids and just kind of like, but I remember in my neighborhood having to deal with conflict resolution with my peers, younger, mm. the other kids, but there wasn't necessarily a parent involved to be like, stop us or break us up. But then the kids that did have that parent that would come in and break it up, then they weren't very strong or fun hanging around with, mm -mm. you know, cause it was always, they would, they would turn into that kids who were like, well, I'm going to go tell my mom and dad. I'm like, oh, okay, go, go tell your mom and dad. And you just didn't want to really hang out with, but then it was a kid that's like, oh no, we're going to deal with this. We're going to handle this. And that's something that I try to do with my, with my kids. It's like, no, if you guys got a problem, you guys got to learn how to fix it on your own. Yes. Cause the goal is for you to be able to do this on your own without me. Oh yeah. Cause there's going to come a day when I'm not going to be here. You're in my house right now, but the goal is to get you out of my house, not for you to stay here forever. Oh, yeah. You know, so I want this, you know, it's funny. I heard them, I heard them talking about it this morning. They're like, my oldest was telling my uh, my middle child, like, this is not your house. This is daddy's house. And I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, that is daddy's house. You know, but I don't <laughs> want them to feel like, you know, they're not, is not their home. But at the same time, I don't want them to get too comfortable, you know. <laughs> there used I don't to be know, a level of I don't own this place, yeah. but I am welcomed here. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like this is like you know, I was I was I was having so like you know, as a father, I want to be like that that nurturing space where like okay, if I really have a problem, Daddy's gonna help me out. Like if I know I need trouble, he's gonna help me out. Oh yeah. But he's not gonna do everything for me. Yes, and that's the balance I'm looking for. And, and, you know, the way you – this is something I've observed through being around my kids and other people's kids. The way you raise your children 
it's a reflection of who you are. Yeah. It really is. You have a little mirror who's telling you the absolute truth and throwing it right back in your face every day. And their behaviors that they are exhibiting is a reflection of you and your spouse. And that's what I'm, if you're married, I guess, if, if not, in my case, it's me and my spouse, but it's, it's a reflection of the environment they're in, the people you're allowing them to be around, the stuff you're allowing them to watch, and then how you're kind of orchestrating all of that in their lives. And, and the purpose of this is not just to say, I have beautiful hair and I made a mistake. Like, that's not the purpose of this episode. Although we could talk about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> the purpose of it is to say, as a parent, you got to have a self-examined life. Yeah. As my, as my uh, father-in-law, Mark, would say, he's like, you know, you, you, you have a self-examined life. And that's what makes you a better person. You look at your life and you say, you know, is this thing I'm doing really all that great? Is this parenting style the right way to do it? And that's, that's what I'm, I'm always trying to do is like, okay, is, was that the right way to handle it? You know, I asked my kids that, should you have handled this this way, hitting your brother or whatever? But I, I don't know if everyone always asks themselves, did I handle that the right way? You know, when that situation comes up again, should I handle it different? Maybe I should go read a book about it if I'm not sure. Maybe I should watch a, a you know, an inspirational yeah. video or something, but that's that's kind of the purpose of this is you know a real challenge to people out there examine your lives examine your parenting style are people saying i love having your kids around or are they saying your kids are kind of whiny and annoying you know <laughs> because if that's the case are are you pleasant to have around or are you whiny and annoying you know Ooh. i mean it's a hard <clears throat> pill to swallow but as parents we all have to swallow it and that's the thing i'm observing it's like okay I like peace and I'm a very peaceful, compassionate person. And sometimes that gets misconstrued as, as weakness. I'm having to realize, all right, I need to let a little more happen to put up a little bit more of that front on my personal life, you know, to, to have to be a little more maybe strifeful. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word. Strife, strifeful, strife filled. Once again, Aggression. Ben, English is not my first language. Quit asking me these questions. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no Espanola. No, I think that's a good word. Yep. Okay. But uh, yeah, just, but you, you understand what I'm saying, yes, right? Yes. Got to put up a little more of an edge yeah. in my daily walk. And that's okay because it's all a growing thing. You know, you've got to constantly be growing and pushing. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, dude, man, that is such a good analogy, though, as far as like, um, uh, you're talking about the kids being a mirror of yourselves and it's like you see yourselves in them all the time and it's like they're quick to reflect your bad habits and you know and it's something like i um i find myself asking myself this question what expectations am i putting for uh what, my, what expectations am i putting on my kids and am i putting the same expectations on myself because sometimes my expectations might be like hey i want you to be a self-thinker I want you to analyze your actions. I want you to think about what you're thinking about doing. But then we're like, wait, am I actually doing that? Because if I'm putting these expectations on them, but then they're not doing that, why are they not doing it? Are they not doing it because I'm not doing it? And it's, so that's that's a really good way to test yourself and be like, am I 
preaching something that I'm not actually living out. Oh, yeah. You know? And that do as I say, yes. not as I do. You know, and it's so easy. It's so easy as a parent to be like, well, like the big things, like, you know, like smoking, drinking, you know, that kind of stuff to be like, oh, yeah, you know. But then what about the, the little things? You know, it's like the whining, you know. Are you whining? You know, the complaining, the um, your attitude. Do you have a good attitude? You want your kids to have a good attitude. Well, oh, do yeah. you have a good attitude all the time? It's like what's because they're watching you. They're they're little sponges. Oh you yeah. Know, anything that you do, they're gonna they're gonna point it out. Like my uh my little girl told my wife the other day, she's like she's like, Mommy, you need to learn how to drive like daddy. Oh no. Daddy <laughs> Daddy drives with one hand. And he's and she and she was like, Oh really? And I was like, uh no, I always drive with two hands, you know? It's like yeah, ten and two all the time. It's like, dang it, she caught me. <laughs> what really freaks them out is when you're eating a cheeseburger and drinking something and you're steering with your knee <laughs> and shifting gears with your elbow. And they're like, Daddy, you can't do that. It's like, watch me. <laughs> I'm amazing. I've been driving with my knee since I was your age. <laughs> my dad did that. And I'm like. My dad's driving when because he would hold his hands up yeah. and steer with his knee and be like, look, I'm not even driving the car. And I'm like, ah, and freaking out and screaming. Yeah. And then I look over. Oh, dad's driving with his knee. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is. Oh, like, yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember doing that. with I, I remember doing that with my yeah, younger kids. Well, not younger kids. My younger siblings. Like when I first started driving, like they would get in the car and they'd be like, ah! <laughs> oh, my sister, she hated that. She hated that. I won't do that to my wife because I think my wife would hate that. And there's more consequences with my wife than there is with my sister. My mom used to go up the hill and she did this to us a few times and it became a funny thing. She would wait till we get on a desolate hill going up the side of a mountain uh, here in Huntsville, you know, and we'd be going up and she'd wait till no one was behind her and there was a bit of a straightaway and she'd say, oh no, the car's losing power. And then she put it in neutral and let the car roll backwards back down the hill. She's like, I've lost control of the brakes. And she'd stomp her foot on the ground and start going, I don't have any brakes. And we're going backwards. <laughs> she starts screaming, we're going backwards. We don't have any brakes. Oh, no. And you just hear her foot hitting the ground. And at first we were screaming naturally. Yeah. And then she did it again. And we were screaming, but they're like, wait, we didn't die the last time it happened. <laughs> and then by the third time, it was funny. So this was like the th fourth time I think she had done it. We had a friend in the car with us. <laughs> oh. And we were all laughing hysterically because we thought it was the funniest joke ever. He opens the car door and tries to jump out. He was so horrified and upset. My mom's like, don't jump out of the car. Don't jump out. Stay in the car. Stay in the car. <laughs> We're it's saying. just a joke. She hit the brakes. Like, I'm just kidding. Look. And puts it in drive and starts going forward. He's like, what? what? He's like mortified. And I remember going, maybe we shouldn't do that joke anymore. <laughs> That's good parenting right there. Yes. That was a, a lasting impression is the. The correct phrase for that yeah, event. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. I'll say. <laughs> well, any other closing thoughts, Ben? No, no closing thoughts other than we have a YouTube channel. And I just can't stop saying it. 
And we're so excited for you guys to like and comment and share. And there's a thing called a bell icon that I'm not sure how it works, but supposedly it notifies you. Is that how? Okay. It notifies you whenever new videos have been uploaded, which is every Tuesday and Thursday. Every Tuesday and Thursday. Good. Oh, yeah. man. You're yeah. so smooth. <laughs> and we want to thank you for listening to a Mexican or redneck father of the world. We love you. We are proud of you. Mexican and a redneck father of the world.